Welcome to another episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast, a podcast all about inspiring and encouraging dads and anglers as we wade through fishing, parenting, and faith on the fly. Coming up on episode 50 of the Dads on the Fly podcast, Joshua and Caleb talk about some exciting new adventures, including Joshua's new adventure behind the vice and building a new fly tying station and fly tying room. Also on this episode, Caleb and Joshua talk about Caleb's first smallie on the fly. Stay tuned to hear all about that fish and also how parenting and smallmouth fishing can sometimes both be a big challenge and how they compare the two. Dads on the Fly is brought to you by Pigeon River Outfitters. Pigeon River Outfitters, the place for your family adventure on the Pigeon River right here in beautiful western North Carolina. Make sure and check them out and take a tube float or a, you can f- take a fishing float, take a uh, raft, whatever you and your family would like to take down the beautiful Pigeon River. So make sure to check Charles and his gang out at PigeonRiverOutfittersNC.com for a wonderful day with your family right here on the Pigeon River. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of the Dads on the Fly podcast. I am Caleb alongside my brother, Joshua. How are you tonight, Joshua? I'm doing great, man. 50 episodes. Who, who would have thought it? 50 episodes. I love it. We are rolling and rolling strong. Man, it's been a great day. We got to, uh, it was Sunday, and we got to have some church time this morning. Got the opportunity to preach at our church today. And then this afternoon, we got on the water, and it was awesome. Dude, it's becoming Sunday fun day for us the last two Sundays. Yeah, that's uh, that's dangerous. Better watch out for that. It has been a lot of Sunday fun days out on the river. It's been cool. It has been a lot of fun. Well, but we, we're really excited about this trip, and I, I am extremely excited about talking about this trip and this adventure that we got to have today because it is something that I had been really plugging away at for all of this year. Yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna get into that for sure. Uh, do we want to just step? We want to go right into it, or do we have any updates from anything other? Yeah, let's talk about some other the, stuff and uh, some other things, some other adventures that we've had. Just this past week's been a lot of fun. Uh, you took your family, kind of had some time off this week, and uh, y'all got a lot done. Oh uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into for sure. We got some exciting events going on in the in the man room of the basement for sure. We got to do some of that. Uh, what else do we do? Um, well, this weekend I got to take my kid, uh, Foster, got a kind of cool sportsmanship award down in Greensboro, uh, North Carolina tennis. That was pretty fun. So we got to spend a lot of time with them. Um, go, to, go to a fly shop while you were down there? I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. There was an Orvis right beside uh, where Laura was shopping. So there you go. We went in but didn't really – you know, I was looking for some materials, uh, a certain kind of material yeah. that I haven't been able to, uh, to locate, and uh, they didn't have it. Yeah, so we'll just keep shopping. We learned today from one of our friends that works at a fly shop. Like materials are hard to come by right now. Yeah, I was looking for some uh, Crelix material. Mm-hmm. Is that did I say that right? I think so. Yeah, because I, I heard you can tie those if you're not real good at tying. Yeah, so they're some, not some super, Crelix smallmouth flies. Yes, yeah, so they're not super hard. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, you know, maybe we'll try, um, try, try see if I can do that because I've not tied a smally fly yet. I, I think I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna tie one this week. But you tied some woolly buggers, which kind of. No, they, no, they no, work no, for no. It, I want, I you have tie. a tied flies specifically for. Yeah, I want to do that this week. But uh, anyway, do you want to go on and in? Do you want to just go ahead and do the update behind the vice at the beginning, and then just tell today's story? I afterwards? love it. Let's do it. So we are moving into a segment of our podcast called "Adventures Behind the Vice," and as always, this segment of the podcast is sponsored by Anadromous Fly Company. 
Your sharpest decision in fly tying tools. Use Dad's twenty at checkout at aflyco.com. That's a f l y c o dot com, and get you some scissors from Herb. Uh, tell him the Dad sent you. Just put Dad's twenty twenty percent discount right at checkout, man. I love my stuff from Herb. Yeah, man, those scissors are awesome. All those tools, I've been getting after it this week with them. So uh, let's get a little yeah, fly man. tying update. So, dude, it finally happened this week. Uh, we we put some stuff together, and uh, I got to post some pictures. I, you know, I said I was gonna. I kept saying I was gonna post videos yeah, for asking people to help. We didn't do a lot of. And then that I just week. then I just went rogue, and I now have a fly tying station. I love it, and it's solid. I'll give it to you. It's it's solid. So tell us tell us all about it. How did you build your fly tying room? Well, the first thing I thought I needed was a table, right? Of course. So that was that's kind of key. That was Facebook Marketplace. Okay, sweet. So you got that table off Marketplace, dude. It's a that's that's solid. it's a pretty solid table. That's I nice. was really yeah, no, it's with nice. It. Yeah, okay. I'm digging it. So got that off Facebook Marketplace. Uh, the room already had a couch down there, which I kind of like. I got to update the coffee table. I'm not sold on the one I got right now. But then I started uh, looking around, and everybody said, "Look for your actual fly tying station. You go with pegboard, right?" So, I don't even remember what day that was now. Last, one of those days, Laura, Laura took some time off this week, and I took, um, went to Lowe's by myself, which is always scary, and uh, <laughs> got the uh, pegboard, and just, there's so many different little things you can put in pegboard, man. There's like a tool organizer, and like these little containers, and Anyway, I just need some stuff now. I've got a whole station right in front of my my area where yeah. my pegboard sits with all my stuff. Um, got some pictures of me and you and Dad and some fish on the wall. And uh, Laura bought me this coolest thing on vacation. Remember the the North Carolina flies in North yeah. Carolina? Yep. It's like a little. We framed it and put it up in the room. Uh, got a little uh, watercolor of some local water. Laura found me. I'm still looking for some more artwork. So yeah. if you, if you know anybody out there who who sells some cool artwork who or who wants to display their artwork in the world famous dads on the fly tying room? Because you know it's you know I'm just world kidding. Famous, yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, uh, I mean, no, it's true. But it's, it's going to be world famous. So yeah, I am just stoked to be down there now. Yeah, man, it, it, it's a, it's a sweet space. It's a cool it space. It is an awesome space, and and you hooked your TV up in a sweet I, spot. I got a, too. I got a TV that I can angle down to me, so I can it's, I can it's sit pretty at solid. I can sit at my fly tying desk, right, or yep. table. Yeah. With my vice. Stream YouTube on Have YouTube. the YouTube video telling me what to do. It's perfect. Right on the right side. Yeah, man. And tie flies. Also, when I actually get good enough to tie, like, so let's just say I'm tying something I already know how to tie. You know, college football season, I can just oh, shoot, stream yeah. right there. Absolutely. And tie it up. I love it. Um, The, the only things we have left to kind of really do in the room are, got a little work to do on the, see, there's a bathroom right off of it, too. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's perfect. It's. I mean, if I get COVID again, <laughs> you remember I got COVID like when yeah, it first came out. Remember, yeah. Like I now know it's like COVID safe, baby. Because I'll have all be. my fly tied stuff yeah. down there. Like I have a bathroom, a shower. That's great. Somebody just like send me. The only thing is the door. We took the door off. <laughs> the front, oh yeah, because you know, yeah, yeah. I'm putting yeah. a, a different kind of door in. I yeah. haven't done that yet. But uh, you know, we just it's it's perfect. Um, you could sleep on the couch if you had to. I have before. Uh, so. Yeah, I think we're gonna hopefully do some cool hangouts down there. We want to start recording down there, maybe. Yeah, for sure. If we can get some uh, some other stuff in the room, but mm-hmm. I'm pumped about it. 
I, I'm just super stoked to and excited to be yeah man have a place we have a, that we have a dad's on the fly room from yeah my wife actually called you know I have to name like the smart TVs now oh yeah yeah to like because we have two oh, yeah, yeah, different yeah, kind yeah, of TVs yeah. in our yeah, house yeah, you have to sure. name so if you're streaming to them yeah she named it dad's on the fly studio I love that's yeah. what that's what it is I mean it's a fly tying slash studio eventually recording studio and I, I love it I just want to say this to those of you who maybe are just new to tying flies right. I think when I started this podcast, I was not tying flies, right? That was a year yeah, ago. Yeah, that's true. And here we sit, and I'm still very, very not good, but very, very into it. And I've heard I people told you say, it's fun. I've heard people say, like, they get intimidated, like, in fly fishing, when the same way people get intimidated, like, fly tying. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't think you need to do that. You just need to dive in. And now I've got, I mean, I've dedicated. An entire room of my house, <laughs> which I, I, for 15 years I've had this house and never done anything with this room. And You've always been wanting to try to find something to do with that room. Oh, and now it's sold, baby. And now we got it. It, it is fine. And, and, and I rolling. think it's where it needs to be and where it should stay forever because it is a solid well, space, that's for sure. Future, we're going to update the table maybe. Right now the table's perfect, but I'll eventually want to get a table big enough for both of us to tie yeah. on there. That'd be pretty quick. That'd be sweet. But uh, yeah, that was it. So that's my update from Behind the Vice. I love it. Just preparing your tying space. We, we need to post it this week and, and maybe have some people show us their tying spaces as well. So maybe we can learn a few things from, from the people. I like it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, man. Uh, from my vice this week, uh, it was all about smallmouth flies because we had a trip planned that we finally got to take today. And we are going to take another one hopefully later this week to go do what I've been trying to do all year long. When we came into 2022, we, we recorded an episode uh, back at the end of the year or yeah. beginning of the year, all about like some goals for the year. And one of my goals for this year was to catch a smallmouth on the fly. On a fly. You tied? Did you catch it? I don't know. I can't remember. Well, let's not get, let's get, yeah, let's not no, wait, get okay. there yet. So, so the goal was the goal was new to catch species. A smallmouth we were going to catch a smallmouth on yeah. the fly. So we're going to take a quick break earlier than we usually do because um, we did our fly time update early. So we'll take our break now. And the rest of this episode is just going to be We're today's We're going to talk adventure. this story, man. Yeah. I love it. Sounds great. We will be right back. The Dads on the Fly podcast is brought to you by Sly Fishing Outfitters. Sly Fishing Outfitters is a Massachusetts-based fly fishing company on a mission to protect you and your gear from the elements. They have full-length fly fishing rod socks and gear. Make sure and check them out at Sly fishingoutfitters.com All right folks, so we are back. Uh, Dad's on the fly here. Episode 50. Um Josh was sitting here with my brother Caleb and we are reminiscing for today's adventure on the water. Uh Caleb, we we've been searching for the smallies. Uh had a a buddy who uh Offered to show us the way. We've been seeing him catching smallies, been talking about catching smallies. So, uh, big shout out to our buddy Matt, who happens to guide at a local fly shop uh, in town. And he had the Sunday afternoon off, and we had the Sunday afternoon off, and we made it happen. So, we uh, embarked on a little adventure for, uh, you know, about a four, four and a half, five hour float, um, searching for some smallies. And uh, it, it, it was. It was it was a great adventure. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, we won't go into. We're going to go into details, but the, we were a little kind of apprehensive. Not sure. We had some heavy rain yesterday. Yeah, water was up 
considerably. We had a lot of, it was very uh, dirty, water real dirty, uh, muddy water, not a lot of, um, just not a lot of great water clarity. And according to Matt, who we fished with today, uh, that he had never fished it that high. He had never fished it that dirty before. And so, but we set out anyway, because this is something we've been after for a while, or at least for me. I know it's been something I've been well, we were spending a lot of time thinking. We about. were going to go today, regardless. Yeah. And luckily, we just had Matt to go with us. Um, but me and you were just going to go anyway because we had set this day out to do some floating. So uh, we uh, do some floating, man, and we, you know, we didn't pick all. We I missed a couple fish early. Uh, had a lot of chases. Had had a lot of chases. Um, and uh, I finally hooked into a decent one. Mm-hmm. Uh. On a on a fly, you tied. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you're catching fish like you always do on flies I tie. Yeah, so there you go for that's sure. Well, the thing that was so so let's finish kind of telling the story. So we, okay. we floated a lot, uh, ran into some more crazy weather, ran into a lot of uh, you know just uncertainty about where we were, especially with the the muddy water because you couldn't see rocks, you couldn't see a lot of stuff. So the fishing wasn't spectacular by any means i mean according to what we have heard from other people on this section of river it was a it was a bad day fishing numbers wise numbers wise for water, sure. it, was, it was a yeah i mean it's tough it was o- just tough fishing but it was overcast skies man yeah i mean it's it was just different flow, oh golly no yeah problems. it was gorgeous other than you know a couple close strikes of lightning every now and then but that was that's later the in the for day you. we yeah, were for sure good. so but you know eventually uh we both all three kind of switched back and forth from the sticks we all uh Ended up catching some smallmouth. I actually caught a largemouth today, too, out of that section, and that was a... Yeah, but let's talk about... Can, can we go into detail about your smallmouth? Can we do that? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, I don't know if you had planned on this in part of the episode. Go for it. But I had caught a smallmouth, got a cool picture of it. Uh, you know, we were we were talking about how you you had wanted to set out and catch... I'd never done it before. The you, you'd caught them on the fly before. I'd never done this. Yeah, I'd, ca- I'd caught a couple yeah. just randomly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but not <laughs> really necessarily. Yeah, almost accidentally. But uh, today we were definitely targeting. And uh, it, it just talk about before before we talk about your fish uh, for today. Talk about you said you have been really. H- how much work have you been doing for this fish, man? Too much. <laughs> So yeah. that's that's, that's the, thing that's the that point I, I want to make. I think. But yeah, you know, no, I agree. Yeah, I think the the thing that's been so that was so rewarding about today is I have thrown so much of my time into figuring out how to catch these dang things. I mean, I've been watching hours of YouTube videos. I've been watching, uh, or excuse me, reading tons of articles. I've been learning about how these smallmouth, how they live, how they eat, what they do, how they behave, certain times of year. You know, what flies are best for them? I've spent way too much time studying what flies are good for smallmouth. And I've spent a ton of time behind the vice tying smallmouth flies that I've never, like, I've never gotten the opportunity to use. And I didn't know if they'd be successful or not, but I've had a lot of fun tying them. Yeah, well, you got to teach me a couple of patterns this week that I want to tie. Yeah, we totally will. But, I mean, I have thrown a lot of my own personal time into this because it was a challenge that I really wanted to try to, it was a goal I'd set that I really wanted to try to, to accomplish and so it was something I was really pouring a lot of my thought processes into I mean I, I, don't get me wrong I still love trout fishing and, and I'm going to continue to love trout fishing 
but there's something different about it. I mean, smallmouth fishing is very different. And I don't know, you know, I haven't done it enough yet to say like, which I love more by any stretch of the imagination, but it was just something new that I really wanted to learn to get good at because we do live in an area while we have a lot of trout around here, we have a lot of good smallmouth fishing pretty close to us here as well. And so it's something that I've just been really looking forward to and excited about. And so I spent a lot of time kind of diving into it to, to try to figure it out. And, you know, for for the first over half of the float, man, you oh, we were skunk. I skunked. You, you missed a couple. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but but like you still hadn't had that smallmouth, right? You still yeah, correct. Still, yeah, still have <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get where you're going. Is that where I'm going? Yeah. And so, and you know, you <laughs> you threw some really good cast. Man. Oh man, like we were putting it where it needed to be, like some really good cast, and right on the right off the bank. Matt would be like great All cast, kind of or I would be like great cast, and. It was it was doing well and and you know you, you've done all this research right mm-hmm. uh, how to strip your fly I'm sure it was in oh, that oh yeah absolutely right? how to tie your yep. fly right mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. to um, you know w- what to do in certain water temps clarity whatever yep. I'm sure all that's in there oh yeah keep in mind I've done none of this folks <laughs> uh, I'm just along for the ride yeah I've been uh, I've been uh, literally YouTube I've Followed some Smalley channels. Listened to a lot of great Smalley podcasts, even. There's some um, great Smalley podcasts out and, there. And uh, so, yeah, lot, lots of stuff going in and trying to catch these smallmouth. So, finish your story. Well, it's, it's really your story. I'm just kind of... Well, you, you, you tell it better. You kind of know where I'm going, right? <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. It's a, it's, the story is four hours old. You don't know if I tell it better or not, but here's yeah, what happened, folks. You, you tell all stories better. We, we're we're bouncing, not bouncing. We're kind of just rowing down. We we know we got a little turn right here in the river. We got to make, <laughs> and uh, at this point, you know, we probably got about maybe an hour left of the float, maybe an hour mm-hmm. and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we got to shift the boat kind of to the right, right? Like you would kind of let your fly kind of hang we, behind yeah, the boat, we, right? We were, yeah, we were. I think we had gotten hung up on a rock, or we were kind of throw a rapid, and well, we were about to. I had way too much line out. I was trying to control some line better, and so I just started reeling in line and then we got that's what happened i was reeling in line and then we got stuck yeah so, we so i kind of just left my so you line let, hanging your out line just hanging yeah that was it and the next thing you know you we pop off the rock and so i lift to go cast and holy crap there he is there's a the small mouth. yeah he's on the line now the point i want to make is go ahead i know what you're <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> i know what exactly say. what you're gonna say i am all for doing the research and especially the fly time like yeah. i'm all into the yeah i'm into that now too as much but sometimes we can overcomplicate this. Oh, so much over you, overthinking. I mean, it's a bad habit I have. Anyway. I mean, you just let the fly sit. The bad boy came up and ate it. You got a great shot of it. We'll post it tomorrow for this ep- when this episode release. We'll yeah. post it on this episode. I mean, but the crazy thing is, like, it's almost like that mistake is actually what turned us on to what actually might be working. So we started, you know, we were we were stripping fast. We were, you know, letting those flies ride about six inches subsurface, and they were like, "We even changed color. Maybe we need to. Maybe we need flies. to. Yeah, maybe we need to dredge them a little slower. Maybe we need to give them some time to get down." And and it helped. And, and after you caught, caught more fish. that fish, yeah, we caught more fish because of figuring it out on accident. So I, I am all for all the research. I think you can go down all kind of rabbit holes, whether it's trout. Whether it's smallmouth, whether it's musky, whether it's, I don't know what else you're fishing for out here in West North Carolina, or, you know, cutthroat trout out west, or maybe you're after this elusive species or whatever, and all that's great, and you can read, and you, and I think it's good. You should. I love watching videos. I love checking other people's stuff out. 
I love listening to podcasts. I listen to so many podcasts. It's insane. Um, but don't let anybody my, – my thing would be there's always more than one way to catch fish, right? Yeah. These are fish, folks. <laughs> I mean, we're going red fishing in the fall. Fall, and, you know, these, there's these certain ways to do certain things, and you got to – and I get all that, and, and I may strike out completely while we're down there. But in the, the day, fish fish. You never know how fish is going to eat that day. Yeah. Um. And so it was awesome. We to get out there and figure it out. I mean, that's literally what it took. It yeah. took almost making and a mistake and catching it on accident before you You got to go fish. And you didn't, I mean, it wasn't like you caught it by accident. I mean, you caught the fish. Well, no, yeah. Fish. I mean, it was good. yeah. I mean, you know, it was, it was a cool deal. It was unexpected, though. It was not for the sure. way I intended it to look, for sure. But, uh, but hey, I got a small mouth and I accomplished my goal for this year of catching one on the fly. So that was pretty epic. That was but a good time. It's kind of like the first trout you ever got. Let's go back for some more. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. now I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hooked. Let's roll. Um, that was a fun fish. Those things fight like crazy. I'd never thought that fish was that small um, to fight the way it did. So yeah, so it was really cool. And this this whole thing has just got me thinking about you know this this what we're kind of calling this this search for smallies, um, and then finding them almost on accident. Uh, it's just got me thinking about a lot of things. So I did a deep dive into the research into the how do they act what do they do you know we've, we've beat that horse i think what was interesting to me is, is some of that and i'm just going to be very honest and open for a minute some of that me wanting to find them and succeed in getting them was a big pride thing like i, I didn't ask for a lot of help i didn't reach out to a lot of guys you know i'm i'm kind of more I, I i i dig the research and the doing all that and and reading and all of that I enjoy doing that stuff, and then it was like I almost wanted to uh, figure it out on my own. Okay, let's stop right it, there. It's a pride thing. Little dads on the fly. Just by now, if you've listened to Dads on the Fly, and if this is your first episode of Dads on the Fly, welcome to the show. But uh, <laughs> there would be a huge difference in our personalities. Oh yeah, I mean, which we're, is we're which is cool. Let's just talk about that though. Okay, you are you know want to figure it out yourself, which is good. I think it's probably, and I think sometimes I wish I was more like that. Because I'm more like, I'll just call 20 people. Until I mean, that's pretty much what you did. So, yeah, you've reached out to a lot of people trying to figure out where to go find these things. And there's either one or two ways that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Either they're going to get tired of they'll just eventually hang up on you. Yeah. Which could happen. Mm-hmm. And there are people out there that probably have started blocking my social media request or whatever. <laughs> that, that's cool, too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, our good buddy, Matt, who's becoming a, I mean, you know, we fished with him for the first time. Yeah. Matt was like, you know, let me. He knows what he's doing. He's catching I mean, smallmouth. He's been catching the fool out of yeah. him. He's so he's pictures like, all the time. Of so him. he's like, let me show you guys what to do. And he was, you know, great teacher, great helper, and uh, you know, he he guides locally, and um, he guides for trout, he guides for smallmouth, he guides for all kinds of stuff. So and he put us on him. He was. I mean, he, he, got uh, me, he got me my first fish. He, got, he got me my first smallie on the fly, and he was pumped about it. And I, it was a cool thing, man. It was a cool thing. And I was so super excited. You know, I think it's. But the point I was trying to make is, how, we're different, but it, it's okay. Like, sometimes I wish I was more like you. Yeah, and sometimes I wish I was willing to not be so prideful <laughs> and go ask for help. Or just call people. But, yeah. but sometimes I wish I was more, like, willing to read more books and do all this research. Or I'll just be like, nah, I'll just call somebody I know in you no, know, Missouri I, I, I who think, knows what Yeah, I think it's wise. And I think, uh, you know, for me, this has just been a real lesson in humility of trying to sit here and try to figure this stuff out all on my own. And when it was just so simple to ask for help, this guy took us and put us on them. And now we know where to go. Now we know where they're at. Now we know how to fish for them. And, uh, 
Yeah, we're not telling yeah. you. We're, we're, no, we are not telling a soul we're about, where we're, about where we're going. Absolutely but, not. But we're we're gonna find them other places too. They're they're not just in one spot in West North Carolina. They're, oh gosh, no. They're no, but, small but they're, all over the place. And we are going. But to we had had trouble continue. finding we them. Had, we had we been had trouble hunting them for a while, and we them. finally found them. And I'm I'm not so sure that some of that was where we were, and some of that was us. Yeah, not because I'm we still learning how to. Yeah, it's so it feels almost like learning to catch trout again. Well, it's a different. It's just a different animal. It's a different. And I want to talk about this for a minute. Okay, that would be my thing. I think I missed over like five fish today. And I think it's because I'm fishing for, you know how like on a trout you got to set it when he hits it because like they'll, they hit so fast. And and I could be wrong because I'm not smallmouth fish a lot, but it seems like the one I did catch kind of really let him take it. Almost like I used to do when Dad was teaching us how to like, like fish with a worm with yeah, a yeah, like bat, with a, yeah, like for a bat. large mouth, like, yeah, yeah, like you let that thing you boff and scrap the bottom, and all of a sudden you really let him take it. Then you set the then hook. Then you set it, yeah. Um, which is different from trout fishing. So, I think that's obviously a, a skill we'll get used to. Um, mm-hmm. The casting part of what we did today was all streamer fishing, so we are really like we were making pretty. Long cast. Well, not so much as long. It's just making so many casts. I mean, yeah, you man. figure out when you're trout fishing and you're just it's all that bad boy drift. That's what I think. And, when you're trout fishing, it's all about the drift. It's all about putting that fly where it needs to be and getting a tight line drift and making it right. Well, and I finally just day. asked Matt. I was like, it. I mean, Matt, we can I splash the water? He's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Splash the water. Yeah, I mean, okay. it almost entices a bite a lot of times. I'm thinking like I got to like lay that streamer on there. Yeah. And then I'm thinking about. You know, my future going down to Buford, I was like, I can't land a redfish fly soft. I hope I don't have to do that thing. But then maybe I do. I don't know. Nah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a different. It's just different. But it's a fun different. Yeah. Oh, it, I, I love it. Like, it, now it's a new challenge. It's something. Yeah, not, have to, we haven't mastered trout by any stretch of the imagination. But it's just a new challenge. It's something different. No. It's close. It's uh I heard somebody else I, I just say love this. A, I just love a good challenge like that. Well, I heard somebody else say this. You never master a fish. No. Because they're fish. And they always do something different. But in the same way, they are fish. They're not like they're not like Harvard scholars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. I think we like, oh, well, what are they gonna eat today? They're off, I mean, yeah, I get that you can really no, today they're eating this, today they're eating that, today they're not going to fish this way because it's hot or cold or blah, blah, blah. I, I get all those things, and it matters. But when if you get the fly in the right spot, I mean, you're still going to find some hungry fish no matter today. And today wasn't the best water clarity, and we still found some hungry fish. Yeah. Um, I mean, I missed some cool fish, man. I had this one cast I threw, like, right up oh, against man, this log, sweet. and the fish yeah. just came out and hit it, and I was like, First time that happened, I was like, oh, crap. And I said yeah, it. You weren't prepared. And yeah. then I said it and kind of just missed him. But um, And I, I had to learn how to set these things different. I yeah, I think I think, I think I'm gonna have to work on a little more, set. a little different set for sure. But uh, I think I'm gonna have to do some more. I'm gonna have to work out a little bit, man. It's a little more in shape, <laughs> a lot of casting. You know, it's not just like you throwing that, you know, that little top water or that uh that two nymph indicator rigs letting yeah, it roll. Just, you know, you're not rolling it out. Gotta work for these bad boys. It. Yeah, for sure. Man, it, it was a lot of fun though, and and I just love, I do love the challenge. But this has been a cool, uh, just a cool learning process for me of figuring out you know it's okay to ask for help ah man it's, it's not <laughs> that, that is it but you have to 
I think we have to stay true to ourselves too. And, and you enjoy yeah. the research. Like you enjoy the reading. You enjoy the, and you tied some really cool flies and you have learned how to tie some really yeah. cool flies. And I hope to learn to tie some really cool flies. And like I said, it just gives us, it, it's, it's fishing. It's being together. Like we always talk about on this podcast. Yeah. Um, it, it gives us just something else to, you know, put in our, mm-hmm. Repertoire yeah. of what we're doing. What we're doing. Yeah, I love it. And, I, and I'm excited about it. I'm really pumped. So if you want to go teach me how to smallmouth fish, come on. If you got tips, if you got uh, advice for how to catch these bad boys, send it our way. Because pretty, pretty excited about getting into these things and learning more about them. Um, and always looking for advice. And now I'm willing to ask for advice. <laughs> I guess that's the big thing. You know, this whole thing, though, has got me thinking a little bit, too, about you know, I think we always try to talk about like some dad tips and things about raising kids on this podcast as well. And I think the thing that this reminds me of the most is I think sometimes I I know this is true for me in my pride and wanting to raise my kids a certain way. A lot of times I'm scared to ask for help. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to process what you just said. Yes. So even in like how you, how you want to like handle your family, how you want to handle your household, is that what you're saying? Well, like, like if I'm having an issue with one of my kids. Yeah, like they're doing something they shouldn't over and over again or something? Doing something over and over again. You know, we, uh, we've been, uh, you know, dealing with some, I mean, James is that three-year-old that we're, he's so different from his older brother and we're having to learn some different things and me and Sally are talking about it a lot and we're, uh, <laughs> and I'll be honest, I got books, I got stuff I'm reading, I got stuff I'm researching and learning about the best way to, to parent him. But I think sometimes... You should do it on the fly. Well, we do Dad's it on we on do the it on the fly, fly no, a lot. But but do you get what I'm saying? That no, like, I, do. I think some of that is I'm scared to ask for help. For help. But like for to ask parents that I know and that I trust who have done this before. Because you think like their kid never did this and so you're No, like, it's because I think that I I want to this this is just me. I mean, I know we're very different. Uh the my pride doesn't want to admit the fact that we're not maybe getting it all right. Oh, well. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I can get on board. I, I guess I just am wrong so much. That doesn't. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I take, I, I I take just, a lot. I take a lot of pride in how we raise our family and, yeah, how, sure. and what we do with our kids and, and how they act and how they behave. And so when they misbehave or when they act out or when they do the things, you know, that, that they're going to do because they're kids and they're supposed to be it able to do that yep a lot of times i get frustrated and i get upset and so i go on some deep research thing of trying to figure out what do i got to do to fix you know quote unquote fix my kid which you can't really do that anyway but instead sometimes in those moments like i think it's okay to ask for help as parents that i trust that have been doing it well who have figured it out before i have a so many things i could say here about this where this is gone because i totally agree number one that you should ask for help Number two, I, I don't think there's ever a thing that, like when you said fix your kids, that that's yeah, you're right. Yeah, we don't, you, we don't, you don't do that. We don't no, fix I, our kids. I agree with that. Your your kids are your kids, and and you try to teach them things that mold them into who they are. But at the end of the day, as in when I was a kid and you were a kid, you have to make your own decisions as kids, and you kind of learn from your, you know, what's going on. Does that make sense? Yeah. But but what I think is. Is so interesting. It's always been interesting to me is my kids. Whatever your kid, I know in my case, 
whatever your kids do, like in the presence of like me and my wife, they're always so much better for like everybody else. Does that make sense? Is that oh a, well, you, yeah, you know no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. Oh, like yeah. I'm trying like so hard to correct this, and then like all of a sudden, so they I don't get wanna, it, I want get it to be, right with all other people. Yeah, I don't want you to be too hard on yourself. No, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And I know We're you're not. not. I'm just saying, like, I don't want if you're listening to this and you're a dad, yeah, and you're like maybe you're a new dad or maybe you've been a dad for a while and you're just raising this age kid for the first time. So maybe you just made it to the threes, which everybody says is not as bad as the twos, but they're worse than the twos. Um, yeah, my my threes were worse than the twos for my two kids, but they. They'll be like so good for other people, and I'm like, did they not do that? No, they didn't do that for me. <laughs> and then the minute we get them home, it's like so. Yeah, there, no, there's all kind of. I'm sure there's all kind of research to, about how that is to I children. Can explain some of it because I'm, I'm sure been looking you, at it. But I'm yeah. sure you probably could. <laughs> um, but I would say if you're listening to our pod and you're a father or a mother, mother yeah. or father, if you're a parent, don't beat yourself up. No, yeah, I agree. Is what I because. You know, I think at the end of the day, yeah, I think it's awesome that you take the pride you do, and I do the same thing, in trying to say this is how we raise our kids, or this is what we want our kids to be about. Yeah. Um, and there are, there are some things that we want our kids to be about. I've said, probably not a while on this podcast, but, you know, one thing I always tell my kids when they get out of the car is, for school or when we're going somewhere new, is, you know, tr- try to treat people the way, I mean, I, I know it's cliche. The way you want to be treated, but no, just it's just try for try to love people, yeah. Um, regardless of their differences or likenesses of you, whichever they are, yeah. And that, no, I, I've kind of harped on that more. And there, there's also like you know the respect factor and that kind of thing. But you're right. It's 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 very. You've done a great job of kind of molding these together the the adventures of smallmouth research <laughs> versus the adventures of 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 dad Parenting. research on yeah. how to parent because sometimes like what you said okay like you you did a great job of this you, you almost said you caught that fish by mistake even though you did, i mean we were fishing for the fish right mm-hmm. but how good does it make you feel as a parent when like <laughs> they do right and you don't even know yes. why yeah does that make sense <laughs> oh yeah All but the in time. but in real life what has happened is they have done right yeah, because they have seen that model. Yeah, there's those moments where they really make you proud. Like like, like the other... Something super silly today. I mean, James is three years old, right? Mm-hmm. And he's all about certain things that are his. He had a Sprite. I know this is so simple. But he had a Sprite that he kept in the fridge last night instead of drinking while his brother drank his Sprite. And when they ate lunch today, James is drinking his Sprite in front of Reed... And Reed's going, man, I'm thirsty. And James is going, hey, buddy, or hey, brother, you can have some of my Sprite. And I'm like, holy cow, he's learned. Like, We're sharing. It's paying off. Well, Foster did. And we didn't tell him to. Yeah. You know, he did it on his own. And it's I was perfect. like, holy cow, it's great. Like, Foster did something the other day. I can't even remember what it was now. But it was like, Laura needed something or something. And Foster, like, went away from what he was doing to focus on getting something for his mother, which to me no, seems like a small thing. He should do it anyway. But I hope that he has seen that in our household. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like being servants to each other. Yeah. No, I get that. For and sure. so as we kind of bring all this back together, parenting is hard. We found this adventure of smallmouth fishing hard. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But what you do 
really does like that research that it didn't all not matter. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, completely. Just like all this stuff we do to be good parents, it doesn't all not matter. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think what matters most is how we model. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like the things you said, like you've obviously modeled this for your son. He shared. Yeah. Well, you know, you've modeled fishing. Like you, I mean, you fish. Does that make sense? Like we've done this and it was successful and you do these things for your kids and I think they see more than we think. Not to say yeah. that any of that, none no, of the I research, is, you know what I'm saying? Like all well, this other just, stuff is good. Sometimes we want immediate results and it just doesn't happen that way. I mean, it just pays off over time. I mean, it's time over time, over time, over time, over time, and practice, 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 yeah. and then model, 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 and then eventually they get it right, and, you know, because same thing with fishing. sometimes <laughs> your kid is not going to do yeah. that today, yeah, or, sure. you know, what I'm, whatever no, that. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. They're, just, just, they're not yeah, ready it's for not it. happening, yeah. No, I get that for sure. Well, this is all, uh, this has been great, man. This has been in, impactful for me, and uh, I think, you know, one of the big takeaways I have from the, just this conversation and figuring all this out is... Uh, it's good to talk about these things. Like it's good to try to figure it out together. It's good to um, not try to be prideful like I can be sometimes and figure it out all on your own. And so, so we yeah. are going to continue to a chase smallies. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's we're hoping to do that later again this week. And B, we're going to continue to uh, you know keep trying to be better dads in whatever way we find the best. Absolutely. And so. But I think the thing that today has really taught me is it's good to not try to do that alone. Like, don't try to try to figure it all out on your own. You know, there's a there's a there's a proverb that actually speaks to that 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 it kind of reminds me of. Proverbs. It's, a, it's Proverbs. It's from the book of Proverbs in, in the Bible. It's Proverbs twelve, verse fifteen, and it says, "The way of the fool seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice." And I think that's just a so key statement. It reminded me a lot about today in our fishing adventure of me trying to figure it all out on my own and how that can be somewhat foolish sometimes, but it's wise to listen to advice. I think the same is true for parenting. You know, as we're trying to figure this thing out, it's not always good to do it alone. We need those other dads. We need those other people to come alongside and do that with us. And, you know, you listen to advice and from those that you trust. and from those, Yeah, people that you trust. From sure. those that you have respect for and... Just keep in mind, and we've said this before on this podcast, and I, I firmly in this, you know, your, your kids, that you're, they're special, and they're your children, and we just hope that you will love on them and be present in their life, and whatever you're trying to teach them, whether it's sharing, <laughs> uh, or, you know, like in my case, my kids are getting, my foster's getting older, and just trying to teach them that maturity of, you know, of, of accepting that. You do it to the best of your ability and know that we were, are more than happy. We're not experts, but we're be more than happy to we walk through that with the, you. Well, that's the whole point of this podcast, I think, is we definitely don't have it all figured out. We definitely don't know it, and we're learning it together as we go. And, uh, yeah, we are not like an expert parenting podcast. I won't ever be anything No, and like I'm guaranteeing I ain't writing no book. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't ever plan to write a book on parenting. I don't think you should do that until your kids are, like, in their 30s and 40s anyway um, because – that's how long it takes to maybe figure out if you're any good at it or not. But I think, uh, I think, yeah, man, I, I just think it's good to have these conversations and to talk about these things though, and to try to figure it out together. Um, everybody's way they parent, everybody's kids are different, but I think we still can learn a lot from each other for sure. So this has been a great conversation, man. I'm excited about 
future. I'm excited about going after some more smallmouth together. Yeah, man, we got two more trips coming up, and we got two great episodes coming up with uh, two folks from the fly fishing industry. I'm, industry. I'm excited about that. Episode 50, man. 50, times, 50 episodes man. in. I can't believe we're here, and uh, we're going to keep it rolling. So, anything else, my man? I'm great. Uh, you know, just keep rocking. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> good. All right, man. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast. And until next time, tight lines. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast. We hope this episode has inspired and encouraged you as a parent or an angler as we wade through faith, family, and fishing all on the fly. Make sure to check us out at dadsonthefly.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Dads on the Fly. Shoot us a message as we always love hearing from you all. If you'd like to check out any Dads on the Fly merchandise, you can find it there as well. And as always, if you can, leave us a rating or review and share this podcast with a friend. Until next time, tight lines. Thank you.